Hello and welcome to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast and what a show we have for you today, Matt. Well, it's all been happening, hasn't it, for the... Um... Sorry, I just headbutted the microphone by mistake. <laughs> yeah, I, wonder I sort what of that turned was. around like we were Anton Deck and there was a camera somewhere and I just nutted it. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah, well, we've, it's all been happening. Uh, we've been talking about addictions in the food hour, as it's oh, now become known, the first hour. That's a really good point. We should just embrace that. We're going to talk about <laughs> yeah, food in the first hour. It happens every every week, so we might as well just go with it, yeah. And also some amazing tales about people being stuck in places uh, off the back of the uh, the little guy at uh, the Everton game. With the, the little guy. <laughs> the little He's guy. a protester. He's a political He's a activist. Show him some respect. Yeah, yeah. sorry. Yeah, we give him respect. Yeah. And, uh, and the, the bolt cutters and all that, yeah. Yes, and we do get... we. Uh, there's a lot of talk on this show about people getting stuck in lifts. But mm. then there are a couple of messages about people that got stuck in different places. And they are gold. So look out yes. for those. An X-rated one, which we, oh. no one was expecting. Utter... Yeah. Total filth. And I, I think I can speak on behalf of everyone. We loved it. Brace yourselves. It's time for the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Well, it's a big day in the Championship and in Scottish football. Here to preview it all mm. is Mr Dyson. Yes, uh, we are cable tying our necks to the Goodison <laughs> goalpost of this weekend's football. And no massive bolt cutter wielding Scouse steward can cut us free. Ooh. It is rock and roll football on a Saturday afternoon on Absolute Radio. And will there be more Premier League drama like last night? The late show from Leeds Cosmos. Their new manager, Jesse Marsh, known as Ted Lasso by his own players, giving us a bunch of offensive soccer ball in the end zone. On field, good job from the squad of the <laughs> Molyneux Arena. Can I get a new American manager to save Leeds from relegation? You got it. Have a nice day now. Uh, ailing, uh, giving life to the ailing Leeds uh, with a Ooh. winner in stoppage time coming back from 2-0 down to win 3-2 against 10-man Wolves. But after last night's cracker, this early game between Villa and Arsenal as well, the TV people have forgotten about us again. Nothing left for the traditional Saturday afternoon 3 o'clock folk. But we have got the Championship season starting to reach an exciting conclusion. Uh, no Nottingham Forest in action today, of course. Bloody cut run. <laughs> having to sit this one out. Yeah, the small matter of Liverpool at the City Ground on Sunday evening for a place in the semi-finals. Eating at the big boys' table once again. Actually, saw an interesting fact uh, from an evening post journalist this week. Mm. Liverpool, Manchester City and the mighty Tricky Trees are the only sides in England to have lost just one game in all competitions during 2022 so Ooh. far. Steve Cooper is God. Elsewhere in the championship, second place take on third as Bournemouth play at Huddersfield at three. The Yorkshire Terriers looking to feast on the cherries like a puppy <laughs> left alone in a greengrocer's. Meanwhile, just down the road at the Butchers, Venky's Chickens, promotion chasing Blackburn travel <laughs> to relegation threatened Reading. The Butchers, the Bakers, the Candlestick Makers, uh, that, that low rent store with the pitiful turnover, probably most related to Birmingham City. The Peaky Blinders obsessed <laughs> wax pedal are in Swag City <laughs> to take on Swansea. And in the National League, our boys Bromley take on promotion cool. chasing Wrexham, who we backed on the Glory Hunters at the start of the season. The Welsh side owned by Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney are currently on a seven-game unbeaten run. Could be a good time to get back in with the Dragons, but only time will tell. Oh, superb, Dyson, as always. Well, I'm feeling a bit coldy, so I hope it wasn't too bunged up. We would never have known. You know, it was the way you said ten man wolves, like not yeah. ten man wolves. 
Like oh. there were ten man wolves coming for you. Against actual like werewolves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Leeds <laughs> played ten man wolves last night. Oh, what? Man-wolves. That's a tough they game. usually play eleven man wolves. What? <laughs> I had a slice of cake before we came on air today, Dyson. Nice. As uh, you always, as you often. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I often do. Right, I have a cookie or a cake. So I, I reckon I've had cake every day this week. Whoa. I know. Yes. I mean, is that... The problem it's is not it becomes, balanced, is it? It's not really balanced, I don't think. I'll tell you what, a balanced diet is uh, one cake in each hand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, you like oat cuisine, don't you? You'll eat oat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh. no, but sometimes you've got to treat yourself and you're on the road at the moment, so you need to... Uh, coming to a comedy venue near you, by the way, check out the dates at mattford.co.uk. Um, uh, .com, you, you actually, it's .com. Sorry. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Damn, it was going so well. <laughs> Uh, so subtly weaved in, and then, uh, but yes, you need to keep your spirits up. You need to keep your energy up. So you've got to have cake on the road. It becomes very addictive, cake, doesn't it? I'd, I'd underestimated how habit-forming the odd slice of cake becomes. <laughs> One of the gigs the other night, they left me a cake backstage, and obviously that I had to eat it because it would have been rude not to. What a whole cake or a yeah. slice? No, 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 a full cake. Oh wow, what sort? Well, like cake, cake, cake. Well, no, like a, oh, like oh, a was, Victoria I sponge. I mean, yeah, it was, was like it, a sort a, of a um, coffee and walnut. What are we talking? It, Carrot. It was, um, it was kind of like a salted caramel cake. I think it was oh, incredible. Nice. It was very yeah. decadent and moist. Oh, yeah. and I ate it all before the gig, so I, oh, I was simultaneously yeah. full but also like rushing with sugar. Oh, it was a really yeah. unpleasant feeling, actually. But, yeah. but thanks for the hospitality. But I, I can't remember. I, mem- I remember once having like five curries in two days and thinking, I can't carry on like this. Yes. This is addict yeah. behaviour. Yeah. Um, I, don't know if there's, I don't know if anyone out there has had a cake every day or if there is something, they've, some food stuff they have become addicted to. Is it on your rider? You like say yeah. So like you don't even want it. You're going, oh, well, I better have my daily cake then just because I'm in that. Give us this day. I like Marie <laughs> yeah. Antoinette. I'm just like, my rider just says cake. Well, you know, I mean, I, I've, I recently found out that I'm addicted to Lurpak. And I've spoken what? about it on the show before. I'm just addicted to Lurpak. Spreadable, so, lightly this, salted. Spreadable, but now I've gone on to, I've made a change in my life. Sorry, is this, there's some sort of... Oh, that's the Lurpak alarm going actually. off, mate. Yeah. Oh no, he's nicking it. He's outside Tesco's. What's going on? I've recently switched to Lurpak Lighter to try and uh, wean myself off. Wean? He's trying to wean (laughs) off Lurpak. And then then what's the end game? Marge? Stalk? (laughs) Yes, I think so. Vitalite? That's that's my ultimate goal. So, what is it? I mean, we're loath to give undue prominence to a particular (laughs) butter brand. Oh, mate, it's by far the best one, isn't it? Because it's it's spreadable, is that the thing? No, oh, I mean, that wow. helps. That's, it's more convenient, sure, yeah. But, I mean, it's just like out of all the butters, it's the it's the perfect saltiness, creaminess, butteriness. And it just it gets to a point where I can't go a day without having it. Good for... Um, it's ridiculous, isn't it, really? You know, but. It, it's good for cooking leeks with... I bet it is, yeah. I can mm. imagine it is, yeah, yeah. I mean, we have low pack in our house as well, you know. Full disclosure, I, I do agree with you. But, but I'm, not, yeah. I'm not wedded to it. If we had to get another butter, it wouldn't be the end of the world for me. That's true. When I see, uh, say, like, country life on offer in a supermarket, then I'll buy that one. But, you know, it just never feels quite the same. I will say this. Any butter that's in paper wrapping 
is not going <laughs> yes. in my fridge. It's a nightmare. Oh, really? You might as well just wrap it in a napkin. There, there you go. We just stuck yeah. it in a serviette. We scraped yeah. it off the table. I want a plastic tub there. I want a lid on it. Yeah, it doesn't feel that hygienic, does it, really? No, and you can, when you're then folding it back and then you've got those buttery fingerprints all over your fridge. Oh, yeah. You're not you're not the kind of guy that will leave, you know, that weird layer of paper on top of a, a packet of butter. You wouldn't leave that on, would you? Oh, what, inside the plastic it. tub? Yeah, inside oh, the yeah. plastic tub, there's the layer of paper. You've yeah, got I'll to leave get that. rid of that straight away. Why? You can't leave that. It gets in the way. It's absolutely well, You peel it back and then you, re- you, then re- you reseal. Do you do you does Liam do that as well? You Liam's like saying both that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what, what we're all resealers. Lid. That's what it's there for. <laughs> the lid is all you need. My wife's a resealer. Lid is all as well. you need. I'd take, it, I'd take it off straight away. If only John Lennon had been into uh, Lurback, <laughs> it would have been a very different song. Julia gets in touch, has been in touch, and said her her husband does pizza reviews. She does all the filming at Pizza London, and we get a pizza high. Oh, wow, yeah. I bet they get through quite a lot, don't they? Imagine that. What a job. Oof. Um, uh, Adam in Liverpool says, I've been addicted to tree ball soft mints. (laughs) I totally get that. I understand that. The sweets, you know, work sweets. When you get when you have them and you start there, work really sweets. Yeah, you know, like if when I worked in a call centre, I got a, uh, it was fruit polos that I got addicted to. I had to have them every day just for something to do. Yeah, you know, sort of a sort of change, but there's something to lighten the mood and mix the day up a bit. And the sweets, I've recently got quite heavily into those. You know, uh, Mentos chewing gum. Yeah, I got one of those big packs of the tropical flavour, and I feel like that was I was on the verge of being addicted to that. Like a child. <laughs> It's a chewing gum. Oh, juicy fruit. If it's not Lurpak, it's juicy fruit. It's weird. It really reminded me of the time when, you know, when you stop smoking. When I stopped smoking and I saw I was chewing gum to replace it, it almost took me back to that point in life when I thought, right, I need chewing gum all the time. Now now look at your face down in a bowl of butter. (laughs) (laughs) should never have given up. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. To recreate the thrill of half-times at stadiums up and down the country, at 3.45 today, Matt Dyson and I, one of us will be playing you a song that we think you would want to hear at half-time at a football stadium. So I've chosen Bittersweet Symphony. Dyson, talk us through your choice. Well, well, it's become a bit of a fan's favourite at Nottingham Forest games, hasn't it? Uh, Depeche Mode just can't get enough. It sort of goes hand-in-hand with the resurgence under Steve Cooper. They play at the end of every game now it's part of, so i appeal to forest fans to make their vote count on this so yes get it played it, this it, afternoon it's emotional manipulation is what you're doing <laughs> well, it is yeah yeah i thought i'd just try and get in first before you did i mean it's, it's because it's creating some amazing scenes on the socials so nottingham forest uh, one guy even took his own speaker to an away game just to play the depeche mode it's like a proper it's big speaker it's not like one of those little bluetooth yeah. things yeah it was like a massive one yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like a marshal <laughs> Appetite, yeah, it's it's brilliant. Great. So, I've gone for Bittersweet Symphony and National Anthem. Dyson is trying to undermine me by, <laughs> yeah, but I think even you want to hear the Depeche Mode one, really, don't you, Fordy? You know, yeah, but this is it. This is why this is what <laughs> campaigners like you do you seek to divide. And I say, as a nation, as a, as a planet, let's not seek division, let's seek to heal. And I implore all listeners to vote for Bittersweet Symphony. You've just t- called me on Twitter, you called me a scum. 
on social media. You can't. It's okay it's to abuse people on social media. That's the rules. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. They're the rules that society yeah. sets down. You can't but, put that on air. Yeah. Just, um, just get behind my campaign for us to play. Just can't get enough by Depeche Mode. I can't believe you repeated. It's, I can't believe you it. Yeah. Told everyone that I called you a scum round. <laughs> You've done this on purpose, though. This is just cynical politicking. Well, this is populism at its worst. It's You're not, a demagogue. It's just what song do I want at halftime? I want to hear that song, please. You are no better so than those. No, no, no. You are whipping up hate on street corners. You're a glorified hate preacher. No, no. Ofcom should take your license off you. You're no better than state broadcasters wow, of oppressive wow. regimes, wow, you. Wow. You know what you're doing. You know what you know what forces you're unleashing. You know what you are? Yeah. You are the free Barabbas option. Oh. That's what dear. you are. Wow. Giving in to the will of the mob. <laughs> Maybe just I've got a bit. Giving the people what they want. I'm just giving the people what they want. Yeah, I mean, it is just music after all, isn't it? And I do yeah. that. So. I just yeah. want to win. Do you still think I'm a scum rat? <laughs> yes. <laughs> the thing is, I would say Bittersweet Symphony by The Verve is a better song than I Just Can't Get Enough by Depeche Mode. Mm. Well, I, was, I mean, yes. I, in a way, I agree with you, but it's more... Ah, it's, it's, it's a song ah, of the moment. The Honourable also... Gentleman has admitted <laughs> himself. He doesn't <laughs> even agree with his own policy. No, no, no. I just think <laughs> that this moment in time, Depeche Mode, I Just Can't Get Enough, is the right song. Well, I think we've heard it now. Oh, the the, the, right the Honourable Member for <laughs> Propaganda Wist doesn't even agree with his own position. And that's when he's trying to whip up the mob, trying to divide our country at a time when we need unity more than we ever needed it. And, and here he sits there covered in lure pack and, and retro sweeties uh, all, all stuck to his lap, uh, presumably in some sort of cheap attempt to attract the, uh, the, the, the attention of his pet dog. But look, you know, you cannot treat the country in this way. I, I say, Mr. Speaker, this man is a disgrace. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I want to hear from Matt Dyson. Please, Matt Dyson. Oh, yeah, thank you. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. OK, I've heard well, enough. I've heard enough. No, 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 I've heard enough. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Now, as part of our Glory Hunters feature, we've been following Bromley FC when they've been able to play, and this is the story so far. Previously on Glory Hunters. Bromley, they're in the quarter-final of the FA Trophy, and they're 1-0 down to oh. Solly Hull Moors. Oh, no. We need them to progress really bad. <laughs> we do. You don't need me to tell you that. The way it's going, though, that means we'll be sporting Solly Hull Moors next week for Glory Hunters. <laughs> Bromley have gone 2-1 up against Solihull. Come on! Come on, boys! We were 1-0 we were behind last one nil time. 1-0 behind, yeah. <sighs> They've pulled it back. They're now in front. The semi-final beckons for Bromley. Bromley are at home to Wrexham and they're currently drawing 0-0 Dyson. Yes, it's back to the National League now, but uh, Wrexham are, are doing very well. I think they're fourth place in the National League, so it's a big ask for Bromley today. It is, and they are uh, obviously Wrexham, owned by Hollywood megastars. In fact, we were supporting Wrexham near the we start were. of the season. I know, yeah, they've been on an amazing run. They're like seven games unbeaten. So, you know, in a way, if Bromley were to lose, and then we'd have to support Wrexham again, that might be a bit more exciting for the for the final run in. Yes, I mean, obviously, with Wrexham having uh, Hollywood stars as their owners, you know, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. if any of them are listening, um, <laughs> Ryan, Rob. <laughs> Oh, you know, oh, you guys, get in touch, get in touch. Um, So many messages coming in. Percy says Dyson is 
a scum rat. <laughs> Phyllis <laughs> says Dyson is a scum rat. No, I'm not. Phyllis. I'm saying a lot of our elderly <laughs> listeners are getting in touch. Dor- Doris says Dyson is a scum rat. <laughs> oh, wow. One here from Marjorie says he's an appalling scum rat. <laughs> it's really, it just sounds like elderly ladies. Yeah. yeah, they are. They are. Yeah, well, really... they, yeah. They're not my demographic. What can I say? Yeah. You know what you've done? Your, your campaigning masterstroke is you've basically bound my hands because you know that I can't go on social media or really on here and massively plug against a Forest Anthem. Exactly. Yeah, this is perfect. And I'm currently ahead in the latest voting. I think it's like 70-30 last time I checked. So, you know, keep those votes coming yeah, in. It's like the Dominic this. Cummings of uh, <laughs> half-time <laughs> football. Dyson Cummings. Dominic Dyson. Oh, if only I was a comedian. That's not funny to say. That's what you've done. You've weaponized my... Sorry, yeah. I've taken away your power. You found like you're not the same person you were when you started the show. Sorry. Now, you may have seen in the week the Everton-Newcastle game was delayed for about 10 minutes while a young Everton fan tied himself to the goalposts in protest Ooh. against oil. Um, I'm guessing yes. the, um, you know, crude oil, not the stuff you cook with, not the stuff you... Not cooking oil. Slather around your mouth most of the day. It wasn't an anti-Lurpak protest. It, it wasn't, wasn't Lurpak against the Lurpak fields in the yeah. Quite an unusual protest, isn't it, really? I mean, the days of streakers, they just don't happen anymore, do they? But this was, uh, I mean, what a use of a cable tie uh, on a football pitch. I've never seen the like of it before. You're right, though. I mean, bring back some good old-fashioned British streaking. It's fun yeah, for all the family. Fun, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Let some chubby guy just wobble <laughs> around on the pitch, evade the odd steward before getting clattered. Yeah. Um, they were the days. Yeah. Do you think that guy would have got more support if he'd taken all his clothes off rather than wearing a t-shirt? With I think he'd have probably got more support it. from you about the sounds things. I can hear your <laughs> lurpak filled mouth curling up at the sides. <laughs> <laughs> But he obviously was stuck there for a good 10 minutes. I mean, getting stuck yeah. anywhere is, is horrible, isn't it? Um, yeah. So text on 8.12.15, where was the last place you got stuck? I mean, I got stuck on a train toilet this week. Inside oh, really? one. Wow, inside, no, nightmare. Oh. But it was one of those, you know those ones that's got like the big revolving door on the side where you're yes. revealed like a contestant yeah. on a game yeah, show? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's awful. But I hadn't yet done anything. So I was like, well, right. what happens now? If the, if the door's malfunction, do I quickly try and... You know, do what yeah. I came here to do. Yeah. Uh, well, or do yeah. I wait? <laughs> yeah, I've had that where it wouldn't lock. Yes. And then I had to. You have to have like a danger wee, don't you? Then you got to like try and just hope no one. A comes danger along. wee. <laughs> yeah. You're you full know, of it like... today. The, uh, the scum <laughs> and his danger wees. You're like a really ba- well, like a like, baddie you know, you... from Danger Mouse. <laughs> if you really need to go, then you've just got to take the risk that no one's going to come along and open the door. But if they do, the whole carriage will see you. Yeah, you're just it's slowly awful, revealed, <laughs> like a prize. And yeah. you've won. Oh. Seems oh, to be a dear. scum rat. Are <laughs> <laughs> you a relating scum rat? Oh. I'd love to hear from someone, by the way, who's ever been stuck in a lift, because that's what I've always mm. feared. Have you ever been stuck in a lift, Dyson? No, I've never been stuck in a lift. I've been stuck on a roller coaster, though. Uh, what? But only for a short... For, for like half an hour. No, that's just uh, the bit at the top before they let you go. For <laughs> no, no, I was like... stu- stuck. Oh, wow! Felt like I was stuck there for ages. <laughs> yeah. No, that... Well, we've got a story for you now. We got David here, who um, got stuck in a very interesting place, didn't you, David? I did. My stepbrother was over, um, and uh, I was doing maintenance work in my washing machine. I ended up getting stuck. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> he fell in. Hang on, what sort of washing machine is it? Oh, it's one of the big, the big ones. A top loader. Oh. Yeah, one of the ones. So you you oh. fell in the top. I fell in the top, and he thought it was funny to turn it on. Oh, oh my God! What? Aye. <laughs> and then there was, no, there was no harm done after that. Okay, but I'm guessing you you took some sort of immediate revenge on him. Uh, not yet. I was only like a couple of days ago. Oh my! Oh, stick oh, him, wow. stick him in the tumble dryer. Get your own back. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but, uh, I think I might do that. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, David. That ain't no problem. Ian has been in touch. He says we got stuck in a lift on a stag do. He says we got stuck in a lift on a stag do in Cardiff. Six of us after an all day drinking on a stag do. We were stuck for over an hour and it got very hot. We all ended up in our pants playing hangman in the condensation running down the walls. <laughs> They've posted a picture. They've posted a picture. So there's two pictures. There's one of them all smiling and then one of them kind of down to their grundies. Oh, oh man. No. Well, I mean, quite ingenious to make a game out of the situation and use the use the condensation for fun. Yeah, that's quite clever, isn't it, really? The condensation, though, being basically their sweat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know. Oh, dear me. It's not nice, is it? Uh, we've had quite a few people, it turns out. Uh, uh, listeners to rock and roll football seem to be disproportionately more likely to get stuck in a lift than listeners to any other radio show. Uh, someone here has said, I've been stuck in a lift naked with five other naked people. It was the what? 90s. <laughs> What? That doesn't explain it. <laughs> that didn't happen to me in the nineties, I don't think. <laughs> well, no, I was hell? I was at school in the nineties. So that would have been appalling <laughs> if it had happened to me. <laughs> An event I would never have lived down. Wow! wow. That, that please get in touch. That person just gives a bit more detail. A lot of people saying they got stuck in a lift, but oh my word! Brace yourself for this. I got my head stuck in the cat flap. Aged 12 after school one day, oh, after realising I'd forgotten my keys, I was locked out and thought I could get far enough through the cat flap to open the back door from the other side. Oh. I was wrong. Oh, man, stuck. Oh, no. You know what the worst thing would be? If that was in, like, a sitcom or Ferris Bueller's Day Off or something like that, just at that point that he was stuck, the bullies would notice. Oh, they'd turn up, wouldn't they? Yeah, or yeah. a big angry dog. Would start yeah. biting him <laughs> behind. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's awful. He wouldn't have had a mobile phone, I'm presuming, you know, back in those days. He would just have to wait till his parents came home <laughs> and found him. That's horrendous. I know a lot of cat owners keep the water bowl and the cat meat bowl by the cat flap. I wonder how long it would have been until he just started chowing down. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Sheer desperation. <laughs> I'm going to have to eat it to survive. Did we do this a few weeks ago? Have you eaten? Yeah. Every, like cat food, yeah, I believe. I think we did, yeah. You're obsessed with it. This guy, <laughs> this guy could have done both. He must be thinking, wow, this is really tailored content. Everything, <laughs> every single text that they do relates directly to my life. <laughs> Keep letting us know. I mean, head stuck in a gate. I remember um, a lad called Alex getting his head stuck in our local church gate. And he'd just been oh. singing... That's the way, aha, uh aha, -huh, uh -huh, I like it. And at that moment, a pigeon um, laid its what? droppings on him. I thought oh, the time was incredible. And wow. then we were mucking about with the gate and he got his head stuck and I was like, oh, man. All in the same day. A pigeon, <laughs> yeah, had unloaded and then he got his head stuck in the gate. <sighs> Seems to be a thing dogs do a lot, doesn't it? The, the gate thing, head through the gate railings. Head through the gate, yeah. Kids at primary school did do it a lot in the railings and the fire the fire service had to be called out all the time. Uh, yeah, it seemed, to th it seemed to happen a lot in my youth, that. 
So have you ever been stuck in a cat flap or railings, like those sorts of places where, in a way, you're just like, I guess if he's locked out, it makes sense. He wasn't just fooling around. But you know what? It's that awful thing where you go, it'll probably be fine. And then just that cold panic the moment you realise you're stuck. Yeah. In like a storm drain or something. You just like, oh, no. Emily in Bridlington says, I got stuck in a four-person lift. There were six of us in it. I might suggest, Emily, gently, that that's perhaps why the lift Ooh, broke. But it anyway. was over capacity, wasn't it? It was overloaded. Oh, dear. We were in Ibiza on our way to our room with four drinks each. We were all-inclusive. Oh, inclusive. oh, oh man. All-inclusive. Yes. Love oh, it. The two best words in the English language. <laughs> four each. That's quite hard to carry as well, isn't it? That's quite... Yeah, you're doing that claw, aren't you? Where it's yeah, sort of can do three, three is easy. Four is easy. Well, it's not pints, level. I don't think. It's probably um, mm, you know, cocktails, cocktails and those little plastic yeah. ridged glasses. Yeah. That do have okay. A, oh, yeah, you know, you know. Oh, I know, mate. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm a pro. You're no stranger to an all-inclusive. <laughs> oh, mate, not at all. Uh, so, she says, we pressed the alarm and everyone evacuated thinking it was the fire alarm. 45 oh. minutes later... All the drinks gone. So she's drinking a drink about once every 10 minutes. We got out, left, traumatised and slightly tipsy, sweating our bikinis off. I mean, this is the problem. You know, one thing that this today has really taught me is if you get stuck in a lift, it gets hot quick. Yes, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you're going to have to undress. Bromley, Wrexham still nil-nil. If it stays like that, we will continue to support mm. Bromley. We will not switch back to Wrexham. No, yeah. Surprising that this is goalless. I thought they'd be flying him. Well, we have um, an interesting text here. We're talking about places you got stuck. A lot of people <laughs> getting stuck in lifts. Are you going to do that one? I'm going to do... Are going to do that one? Right, okay. Occasionally. <laughs> occasionally as a station, you get what you'd refer to as that text. And you think, should we read this out or not? Yeah, it's too yeah. good to not read out, but I'm going to just put a warning at the start. I'm not going to read this out word for word. No. Because yeah. this takes place... It's a very a, honest text, isn't it? A very honest admission from someone. You've got yeah. to give them that. I think you'll know what I'm going on about anyway. So here we go. I got myself stuck in a particular type of swing. A swing, right. Curiosity got the better of me at a naturist's establishment one afternoon. <laughs> that kind of swing, right. And I got yeah. into it alone, couldn't get out, and nobody could hear me shouting for help. I'd been there a good 45 minutes oh, no. before another naturist wandered into the room and rescued my oh, naturist no. body from an extremely vulnerable position. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. That is amazing. I, we had to share it with you. I can guarantee you now, I really had to tone that language down because the, the kind of after-hours version of that is, is very fruity. Matt, Matt and you. Rock and roll football. Something annoyed you this week. Need to get it off your chest? Email it to football at absoluteradio.co.uk and one of the Roy's will rant about it. Hodgson and Keane at your service. Roy's rants on rock and roll football. And sometimes Walker, of course, these days. Welcome back to the Seance of the Living. And we've had an email sent here from an anonymous source who says, Hi, fellas, can we hear what Roy thinks about nosy neighbours? Mine is a nightmare. She even knocks the door if my wife's car has been gone for a while to check if everything is okay. So, Roy's, your thoughts on nosy neighbours? 
You know, I'm leaflet for the Residents Association. Uh, one of the, you know, things involves, obviously, uh, you know, keeping an eye on what's going on. Who's that over there? Ooh. Who's that a uh, visitor or a burglar? You know? yeah. Who's come, yeah. well, why, why have they got backed out windows? What's going on here? <laughs> Bolt cutters, you know? Ooh. 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 Oh, it turns out there's just an oil protester on the drive. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> Nice, nice. Ooh, so you're a bit of a you're a bit of a curtain twitcher. Yeah, yeah. When I when I'm at home, yeah, yeah. What I like to do is go into the upstairs bay window uh, with my um, uh, <laughs> binoculars and uh, stick them right up against the window. And, uh, good old whoop now, sweet. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I go, ooh, ooh. <laughs> quick in view from up there. You see, we just got all we mowing the lawn and uh, you know. <laughs> See, why it's a living room of the uh, house, opposite. Oh, I have models, you know, if I do see anything happening in the opposite bedroom, I immediately avert my gaze after three or four yeah. minutes. <laughs> but yes, nosiness is a, is a, is a problem. <clears throat> a real problem in our society. Uh, politicians don't want to talk about. Uh, mm. no, when, when was the last time anyone raised nosy neighbours at Prime Minister's questions? Yeah. Well, when did they get up and say, oh, the most problems about those neighbours, you know? <laughs> I mean, he should know what it's like. Everyone was taking photos of him in the garden, wasn't they? You know, he, <laughs> he should be fully on side with it. You know, but you can't. You, you know, that is where the line exists, you know. The right side of the line is neighbourhood watch, neighbourly, you know, vigilance. I'll watch your house when you're on holiday, mate. Don't you worry. I'm boy. I'm boy for the watch. <laughs> but mark my words, you cross that line, you start spying on me. We're, me and the missus, we're on our sun ladgers. <laughs> Get out of it! Rock and roll football. Podcast done. Well, possibly the filthiest podcast we've ever done, Dyson. Yeah, I know. Amazing that one of those swings was referenced uh, on a Saturday afternoon radio show. Um, it's a it's yeah. a heck of a crossover, isn't it? Someone who really likes rock and roll and football, and you know that sort of thing. And but also I guess so that sort of thing, yeah, yeah. Consenting adults behind it, net curtains it, in suburbia. What would Roy say? Exactly. It, it takes all sorts, don't it? You know. It does. It does. And a swing, I guess. You know, I like the swings in the park. I, I yeah. I don't even really understand what those swings are. I mean, <laughs> or how they work. Yeah, uh, I guess you're I, kind of just suspended in the air, aren't you? And yeah, like, that I think may so. have yeah, a, a right, purpose. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't think you sit on it like a normal swing. I think it's more like it's a not kind like of a normal swing. It's more no, like a hammock. Yeah. yeah, sort of. So you're lying down on it, sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. God, crikey. Mm. Uh, mm. Anyway, uh, <laughs> you know what? I love that you're pretending that you don't know. You're like, oh, what's that thing? No, yeah. no, I've heard of. You are getting your always... basement done at the moment, actually, aren't you, Dyson? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the dungeon. I mean, the basement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's absolutely lovely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's. Uh, I've heard them. You hear them talked about a lot. People are joking about those swings, but I mean, <laughs> yeah, I just can't imagine what they actually involve and why anyone would buy one. 
No, uh, but indeed. Yeah. But it's not for us to question. You know, look, um, people get in touch, they share their wonderful yeah. stories and their amazing lives, and we are merely the conduit for our wonderful listeners. So, exactly. thank you for your exactly. texts, thank you for your emails. They make the show what it is. And mm. um, I've gone all serious now. Like a sincere <laughs> thanks at the end of an event. Redress the balance after all that filth. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see you all next week. Please leave us a five-star written review and have a safe journey home. And swing safe. Ha, ha, ha.